Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the podcast today. We're doing another new car and actually another supercar this time though in the form of a new Lamborghini. It's another one-off though, so you're probably not going to be able to get it. I'm sorry. It is known as the SC20 and it's a one-off V12 Roadster built for a lucky individual. Let's get into this new Lambo. Meet Lamborghini's latest Squadra Corsa project, the one-off SC20. This custom-designed and built roadster was created at Lamborghini Centro Steel to the exact specifications of an unnamed customer who was involved in the project from the very beginning. Even though it was designed as a hardcore open-top track car, the new SC20 is also, type, is also type approved for road use. It is powered by a naturally aspirated 6.5 liter V12, producing 760 horsepower at 8,500 RPM and 531 pound-feet of torque or 720 Newton meters at 6,750 RPM. The SC20's carbon fiber body was slicked down by hand in order to deliver optimal airflow, resulting in comfortable open-air driving even at high speeds, not to mention excellent aerodynamic performance. Two years after the SC18 Alston, the SC20 was a new intriguing challenge. The chief sources of inspiration were the Diablo VT Roadster, Aventador J. I was just about to say at the end, near the end of this, that it looks like the Lamborghini CM, but done like the Aventador J. But they, apparently that actually was the inspiration, so good call on my part. Venino Roadster and Concept S, and the result is a dramatic combination of creativity and racing attitude. Lamborghini Centro Steel design boss, Mitch uh, Borket said? I hope I got that right, even though I probably didn't. Its pronounced front splitter features two fins. The air intakes on the hood are inspired by those of the Huracan GT3 Evo, while the sculpted body sides resemble those adopted on the Ascenza SCV12. The rear, meanwhile, comes with a large carbon fiber wing that can be set in three different positions, low, medium, and high load. The exterior features a Bianco Fu white base with a contrasting blue Cepheus, I hope I got that right, blue livery. A similar color setup can be found inside, alternating with Nero Cosmos black and Bianco Lita white uh, surfaces. Interior highlights include the carbon fiber dashboard cover, rear wall, door panel, center console, and steering wheel trim, in addition to the monocoque itself. Lamborghini also used carbon fiber for the shells of the seats, which are upholstered in Alcantara, Alcantara and leather. The SC20 is a combination of sophisticated engineering, Italian craftsmanship, sportiness, and advanced design. It is also an example of applying our V12 engine and carbon fiber to a radical open-top vehicle that unmistakably carries the Lamborghini DNA, added Lamborghini CTO Maurizio Reganani, Reggiani, perhaps? Very sorry if I got that wrong. Well, terribly wrong. As for the V12 drivetrain, the previously mentioned 760 horsepower and 531 pound-feet of torque are channeled through all four wheels, 20 inches up front and 21 inches in the rear, using an optimized 7-speed independent shifting rod ISR gearbox and a central electronic differential. The SC20 is one more technical and styling exercise that associates Squadra Corsa experience with Lamborghini design masterfully interpre interpreted by our central steel based on the customer's wishes which was the focus of the project during the entire vehicle development and construction process, concluded Giorgio Sanna, head of Lamborghini Motorsport. So like I said earlier, it looks like a Lamborghini Sand, but 
given the Aventador J treatment. And honestly, I think that's fantastic. This thing looked... I'm not sure how properly track-worthy it is, but seeing it at track would be purely insane. Let alone just on the streets. And I'm, I'm quite glad that it's, that it's even street legal somehow. So unlike, you know, unlike the Huracan, it's got more vertically oriented headlights. But unlike the Cyan, they're more... Rather than the headlights making the sort of outer corners of the front bumper, they're more inset, a lot like the Aventador, actually. So the rest of the body flows around the, or I say flows, covers the outer, the rest of the headlight units. Not a bad thing, just the difference between the CN and this. I will say, though, that the rear taillights are, the shape and their design is pretty much identical to the CN. They're oval S shape, and there's three of them. So very... Very much seen. They seem to have been borrowed from the Sienna in in some regards. The wing apparently, as I as we talked about earlier, can be chain can be moved into three positions. So again, low, medium, and high load. But looking from these photos, I'm not entirely sure how one would do that because it looks like a completely fixed and integrated wing. I'm not seeing any any bolts or anything for adjustment. I mean, I maybe it's not manual adjustment. Maybe it's buttons in the cabin. But I thought it was manual adjustment. I could be quite wrong about that, but uh, remember when I said just just on Tuesday that the Wyra Tricolori has beaten Lamborghini to the poster poster wall car game? Uh, yeah, Lamborghini took it back. <laughs> they took it back with the SE. Well, in some regards, they did. I think I think there's Pagani and Lamborghini can both exist in this space of making in this space of making the best poster wall car for children, and and I say that because the Wyra. To me, is a slightly more mature kind of post-wall car where it's very elegant. There's a bunch of flowing lines. It's very fluid in its design. Whereas Lamborghini appeals to the younger audience, the slightly more immature audience. You know, Pagani appeals, I would think, to the 11 to 14 year olds in us. Whereas Lamborghini appeals to the 6 to 10 demographic, which is a bunch of lines everywhere and angles and jet fighter and and pizzazz. That's where Lamborghini exists right now. Pagani goes for I'd say more of the sheer craftsmanship and the material, whereas Lamborghini goes for the sheer... It goes for more audacity with their design. They go for more more bold designs. And just sheer... Their, Lamborghini's whole game is outrageous. And that's what they do, whereas Lamborghini... Or whereas Pagani does a similar kind of outrage... Well, they do outrageous as well, but again, in, in less of a, like, video game, 80s video game kind of esque, and more of, of a, like, Victorian Viking ship, look at all the steel and... Something like that. More, they go for a more Victorian design, whereas this is just completely futuristic. It, it looks completely and utterly to the future. Oh, okay, I can see where the adjustment is now. Okay, that's quite elegant. I like it. Yeah, I like, I'm liking the SC20. I think it, it's done a great job of doing what Lamborghini has always done. Crazier and crazier designs. You know, Richard Hammond, when, he was, when they did that Aventador review back in 2012, he was saying, you know, how do you do for lack of a better word, you know, insane year after year after year for 50 years. Well, the thing that Lamborghini does so brilliantly is that they pretty much solely look to the future. They don't really look back. And with the future always changing, what's outrageous is always changing. And that's how they can get away with it. What looks crazy is always changing. So they're never really stuck. And that's why I think cars like the CN and the and the SC20 here can continue to look crazier than the Aventador. than even the Aventador did almost 10 years ago now. It's because the future is always changing. The future is always new things are coming about. You can do things you couldn't do before. And that allows you to, once pushed to the extreme, that allows you to make crazier and crazier more out and more out there desi uh, designs. 
just more theatrical designs, and that's how Lamborghini really gets away with it. Unfortunately, though, that is going to be it for this episode. I know, kind of short, but there's just not that much in not that much information about the SC20 right now. So if you enjoyed it, and I hope you did, then please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and subscribe, hitting that little notification bell, and then all notifications. That way you'll be notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, well then just download, or sorry, just boot up wherever you get your podcast before you set off. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I'll see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.